Happy New Year. Everybody doing okay? Good to see you, Pruitts. Everybody doing okay down here? Okay, way to brave the front. Way to brave it, yeah. Um, hey, uh, Happy New Year for those who are sitting in here right now. Happy New Year to you guys who are at home. Um, if you're watching at home, uh, go ahead and interact with the other people that you're watching with. Uh, be part of the community. Um, uh, yeah, this, we're going to hang out here together, but we also want you to feel as you are a part of what's going on too. So uh, welcome online. Welcome here. I'm going to pray. And we're going to jump into January 3rd, all right? Lord Jesus, thank you so much for this morning. Thank you that uh, you saw 2021 coming a long, long, long time ago. And you made preparations for, for us this morning, for those who would be here. You, you made uh, growth opportunities available. You've called people to yourself. You've encouraged people to seek you. And that's exactly what we want to do this morning, Father. Uh, as we spend time together, uh, we want to hear from you. We want to be available to you. We want you uh, to be the one that changes us this morning. Bring about the change you desire. Uh, bring about uh, the movement of growth uh, for each individual who's in here that you desire. Um, and Father, at the end of this morning and throughout our day and throughout this year, we just want to glorify you in all things. So uh, this morning is yours. I'm available to be used by you in Jesus' name. Uh, amen. Are you familiar with the, the term uh, metamorphosis? Metamorphosis. In the insect world, in the amphibian world, metamorphosis is the process of, of transformation that moves uh, a creation from an immature form of that creation into the mature adult form of that same creation. There's a change that takes place from one to another, and it's not just a, the small little change. There's actually quite a big change that takes place. What's unique in the aspect of metamorphosis is that something is completely changing from one form into another. Now, you're most likely familiar probably with the, the aspect of metamorphosis when it comes to the change in a caterpillar and uh, a butterfly, right? Well, I think we would all agree that there's a, a, a significant difference between a caterpillar and uh, a butterfly. One is earthbound, and another one has the ability to take flight. One is kind of fat and squishy, right? And one has the ability to be fragile and delicate and has wings, and it can fly any moment that it wants to. There's a huge difference between the, the two. And unless you knew about metamorphosis, if you were to look at the two, you would see no link whatsoever between the two. You would never know that they were somehow related to each other. The, the change is so drastic between the two. It, it would be like if you were to put a, a metal wagon and, and pull it into a garage and open up the door and, and set it in there and then come back uh, some uh, time later and open up the garage door and where that wagon went in, you saw a metal fighter jet come flying outside of the garage. That's how drastically different the change is. They're both made out of metal. They both have wheels, but something significant has changed about the two. They're entirely different. See, here, here's how it works. What happens is that the caterpillar creates something called a, a chrysalis, right? It's this hard outer shell. Some of us know it kind of as the cocoon. And the caterpillar seals itself inside. And this is a crazy thing that happens inside of that, that chrysalis. There's enzymes inside that caterpillar. And, and as it's inside the chrysalis, the, the, the enzymes inside the caterpillar, they actually begin to eat the caterpillar, so much so that it dissolves the caterpillar inside the chrysalis into like this caterpillar-like soup inside. Isn't that cool to think about? Kind of gross, isn't it? But inside that little chrysalis, there's a caterpillar soup. And, and somehow the cells of that caterpillar soup are then unlocked, they're transformed, and a little bit later, a butterfly emerges out of the chrysalis. I want you to make sure that you know what happens here. 
The caterpillar, it breaks down, it liquefies, and it completely changes. And then out of that, like a butterfly comes popping out of that. It's a completely different thing than when it started. But here's the significant part. It takes the breaking down and the dissolving of that caterpillar in order for the butterfly stage to actually take place. There's a breaking down and a dissolving that has to happen. 2020 was one of the weirdest and most difficult years I think any of us have experienced. Some of us are a little bit younger. I throw myself in that category. And uh, we, we haven't had the whole litany of things that, uh, that, that older generations have had. But we've had some things, and older generations have been through some things as well. But I think all of us would agree that 2020 was probably one of the most weird and most difficult years that we've experienced to date. Like we dealt with COVID and everything that came out of COVID, and that was difficult, right? The deaths that come from that, the lockdowns that come from that, just the, the isolation that comes from that as well. We, we've seen people lose their life. We've seen families disrupted. We've seen uh, organization disruptive. We've seen a political system, uh, or uh, we've seen uh, an election. We've been in an election year that has been crazy divisive, probably the most divisive election that we've had to date. And we've seen people fighting back and forth over that. We, we've, we've seen um, schools changing and not knowing whether or not we're going to be able to send our kids to school or who's going to stay at home with kids and are, are people going to get the proper care that they need while they're uh, away from school. There's just been so much has happened. And on top of that, the, race, the racial reconciliation that, that happened back in March, April, May that is still going on right now, us trying to figure out how do we love one another again. 2020 has been an extremely difficult year. And if we were being honest, I guess, I'm guessing that many of us would say, you know, we felt like we've been locked up into this chrysalis and we've been dissolving and breaking down for the past 9, 10, 11 months. And everything is breaking down around us, leaving us kind of sitting in this caterpillar soup where everything just feels nasty around us. And, and maybe in the midst of that caterpillar soup, there's some anger that has risen up. There's some feelings of, of angst, there's, there's some bitterness, and maybe some joy has popped up in the midst of that too. Uh, but probably one of the things that we haven't thought about is that God wants to use this. Over, over the past week, the Lord has kind of been working that in, into my mind, that, uh, that whether we're aware of it or not, that, that God likes to do, he loves to do transformative, metamorphing, butterfly kind of work when it looks like everything is dissolving and breaking down around us. That's when God shows up and does the best work that, that, that we know of. It's okay to feel like 2020 was this complete breaking down and dissolving of everything in our little worlds, right? Because I believe, like with all my heart, I believe that God has been up to some crazy metamorphing work. Or he's preparing us for this crazy metamorphing work of some sorts. 2021, if we let it, can be an opportunity to let God come in and do this metamorphosing work in, in our lives. And here's what I mean by that. When you look at scripture, the word metamorphosis or the word metamorpho, it comes up four different times. Two times it, it comes up in speaking directly about Jesus. Okay, and, and those show up in Mark and Matthew and, and Jesus, uh, it, it's in the, the transfiguration where Jesus walks Peter, James, and John up the mountain and he completely transfigures himself or transforms himself or we would say metamorphs himself where they were able to see him in his complete deity, unhindered, unchained by anything. They see him for who he is, takes the, the wrapping off, you, you might say, and it scares them to death. Like, they don't know how to handle seeing Jesus and all he is. So we see it pop up two times, Mark and, and Matthew, or Matthew and, and Mark. And then we see it pop up two other times. 
And it's not in reference to Jesus, but it's in reference to us, to, to you and me, people who are going to come one day and they're going to follow after Jesus. Listen how Paul says it in Romans chapter 12, verse 2. He says, don't be conformed to this world, but be transformed. There's our word metamorphed, could be completely changed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. And so we got our, our word metamorphosis or metamorpho there. It's a complete transformation, so much so that you're able to understand the will of God for your life so you can understand the heart of God, so you can understand the will of God and how you walk into that, to be completely renewed and transformed in the mind. I want to read how Eugene Peterson says it uh, in the message translation. Here how, here's how he translates it. Don't become so well adjusted to your culture that you fit into it without even thinking. Instead, fix your attention on God. You'll be changed from the inside out. If you happen to have the message Bible, go ahead and underline that in there. You'll be changed. If you happen to have another translation, go ahead and underline the word transformed there. But I want you to write this down if you've got something to write with there around you. Metamorphosis is God changing us from the inside out, okay? Metamorphosis is God changing us from the inside out. And here's how uh, Eugene finishes it there. Readily recognize what he wants from you and quickly respond to it. Unlike the culture around you, always dragging you down to its level of immaturity, God brings the best out of you. He develops well-formed maturity in you. So I want you to write this down. Metamorphosis is God changing us from the inside out, but it's also God taking and developing you from the spectrum of immaturity and this process of, of maturing. He's developing us from immature creatures, creations, to fully developed, mature human beings who are fully sold out, understanding the heart of God. Now, here's the hard thing for us to process, is that sometimes in the middle of this changing and this transformative growth, God will sometimes take breaking down and dissolving things around us as an opportunity to grow us up. He'll, he'll take hard things that have been really difficult for us to walk through and use those as transformative, metamorphing moments in our life to bring about spiritual maturing and, and growth in us. Maybe he'll choose to break down some difficult relationships or, or toxic relationships that you would love to hold on to, but they have been tearing you away from the heart of God. Maybe he'll use moments of, of breaking down idols in our lives, things that we have established that are, those are really close to me. I don't want to let those go, but yet he'll dissolve those and break those down as well. Maybe he'll break down some of our patterns of thinking or, or um, our, our patterns, our habits that we've created over the years. And it's really hard to, to let him strip and dissolve those things out of our lives, but he wants to use those to bring growth in us. So some of the most profound moments of growth in my life have come through some of the most difficult moments in my life. I don't know if anybody else has experienced that. Some of the, the most profound moments of growth where I've experienced the presence of God and I've seen leaps and bounds of growth in my life haven't come in the easy steps of life. They come through the, the, the hard things. And what happens is the Lord begins to reshape my thinking about Him about who he is, about what he's capable of, what he does, and he begins to reshape and reform the thinking of, of who I am as well. And to be honest, it's not really that much fun. But it's in this place where, where God starts messing with the philosophy of me, myself, and I, 
where, where everything is built around me for my comfort, where everything is built to, to, to help me be better at everything that I do, where everything is, is, is geared, where the world revolves uh, uh, basically uh, around me. And what happens is, when he starts messing with my philosophy of, of my own comfort, he begins to solidify my theology of who he is. He begins to show me that he doesn't have to show up the way that I thought that he would show up. He begins to show me that he doesn't have to act the way that I thought he should act. And, and I, I, can tell, I can't tell you how many people that I've sat with who have said that their opinion of God has changed when things actually start breaking uh, down around them. And, and of course, people's opinion of God can change when they're mad at him when things start breaking down, right? Because when God doesn't act the way that you want him to act or he doesn't show up the way that you expect him to show up and he doesn't do the things that you want him to do, it's easy to get angry and upset. But I'm talking about people who have said, like, things have changed for the better. My opinion of God has changed for the better. I'm talking about people who have said, my opinion changed when life became unbearable for me because I no longer thought life was meant to be easy for me. I no longer thought that life was supposed to revolve around me. I actually found out that I grew closer to God in the midst of my pain and turmoil when everything was breaking down and dissolving around me and something unexpected completely happened in that space. I wasn't ready for it. I came out of it. I emerged from that issue, I emerged from that circumstance, no longer as a caterpillar, but I emerged with wings. I came out as a butterfly, I was transformed, I metamorphed from a caterpillar to a butterfly. He broke down and dissolved everything of my life, and my life felt like this caterpillar soup, but that's when I grew the most, when everything was nasty and crumbling around. Can we be honest? Like, like it's, it's easy to, to go with the flow, isn't it? It's a lot more difficult to, to stand up against group thinking. When everybody else is thinking one way and ever, all the fish are swimming in one direction, it's easy to do that. It's a lot more difficult to swim against the grain. It's a lot more difficult to, to stand up when everybody else is, is, is sitting down um, and to think differently than, than somebody else. Have you noticed that when there are people who are around you that are complainers, what, you, what tends to happen to you? Like we tend to complain too. The people are kind of complaining and we just kind of jump in. Like we don't want to see ourselves as complainers. We kind of just jump in and do the same thing. Or if we don't jump in and actively complain, sometimes our mind is changed about what people might be complaining about. And, and the opposite's true too, though. When you're with people who are just kind of like, well, you know, let's just roll with the punches. It's not really that big of a deal. You're like, yeah, you know what? It's really not that big of a deal. Let's just kind of roll with it. Like your opinion can change there too. It's easy to fall into the feelings and the thinking of somebody else, to kind of group think with everybody. Yet we're not to be metamorphed. We're not to be transformed into the thinking of everybody else around us. We're to be metamorphed and to be transformed into the thinking of God, to have our minds renewed around God, to have our hearts and our minds structured around God's heart, to understand what he wants, what his will is for our life. Do you ever look at a situation or a circumstance and, be, and just, just normally, right, let's, let's just be honest, like just be normal, like, I wouldn't have done it like that. Like, I definitely, like, if I was in control of this scenario, that's definitely not how I would have done it. And we kind of overlay that on God, like, God, why are you doing it like this? Because I wouldn't have done it like that. But then just kind of flip the question, like, instead of acting normally, like, there's some moments where you just said, you know what? Maybe in this circumstance, I'm going to ask a different question. How, how might God want to use this? Not like, God, why are you doing this? But God, how do you want to use this 
right now. When we start looking at situations and circumstances and start asking the question, how is God going to use this or how is God going to use it or God, how can you use this circumstance or this situation? Now we're starting to talk metamorphous kind of growth. We're starting to talk about transformative growth happening, the renewing of our minds. Not God why, but God how can you use this or how do you want to use this? There's another scenario where this metamorpho shows up. It's in 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18, and here's what Paul says. He says, we all with unveiled face, beholding the glory of the Lord, are being transformed or being metamorphed into the same image from one degree of glory to another. For this comes from the Lord who is the Spirit. Now, I'm going to read again uh, Eugene Peterson's translation here. He says, all of us, nothing between us and God. Our face is shining with the brightness of his face. And so we're transfigured, much like the Messiah, our lives gradually becoming brighter and more beautiful as God enters our lives and we become more like him. This is a picture of transformation that happens when you walk with Jesus, becoming more and more and like Jesus. There's so many scenarios that we look where Jesus has called his disciples to follow him. We read Matthew 28, we read Matthew 4, we, we read these moments where Jesus is calling his disciples. He says, come and follow me. As we come to Christ, he says, come and follow me. And what happened with the disciples was that as they walked with Jesus, as they spent time with him, their actions started to become his actions, or his actions started to become their actions. The way that he loved, they started to love. The way that they showed kind, he showed kindness, they began to somehow show kindness. The way that they became uh, no longer indifferent to the religiosity teaching of, of the religious elites, or the way Jesus became anxious about what was going on with the religious elites, they began to pick this up. He said, you know what, I'm not okay with this, this passing this off as growth when it's nothing but stale religion. As they follow Jesus... They began to look more and more like Jesus. They began to sound more and more like Jesus. The fragrance and the aroma of Jesus began to become their lives. They were undergoing the process of metamorphosis as they walked with Jesus. And what's amazing is the same with them becomes the same for us. As we follow Jesus, this metamorphosis begins to happen with us. We go through a complete transformation. He's already done a heart work inside of us, making us his, completely transforming us in that way. But as we follow him, we begin to look like who he's made us to be. What Paul's saying here in Romans chapter 12 and what he's saying in 2 Corinthians chapter 3 was let Jesus transform your mind until it's so unrecognizable. Let Jesus transform your face even until it's so unrecognizable. Let Jesus transform your life to come in and change you from the inside out so much where you no longer look like the person you started off being, where now when you walk and you talk and how you love, people see Jesus become so unrecognizable to who you used to be. Put on the life of Christ. Metamorphosis is God changing us from the inside out. It's God taking you from this immaturity and this process of growing us to maturity. And sometimes it takes breaking down and dissolving the things around us that we've either built up around us or things that we clung to and said, I can find life in this. I can find hope in this. I can find peace in this. And when it's dissolved, we begin to see like, okay, God can still use this. God can bring me towards growth. What Paul was saying is, let your life begin to match his. If you're in Christ, he's completely changed you. But what's that look like, right? What's the practicality of that? Well, Paul says in Colossians 3, and if you want to write down Colossians 3 somewhere on your notes, you could spend all of January 
reading through this and putting this on, and you would begin to understand what the, the process of transformation and metamorphosis looks like in the life of a believer. Because what Paul says in Colossians chapter 3 is put off this old life. Put off of this who you used to be and begin to put on the life of Christ. Because I've, I've never seen a caterpillar with wings. Anybody ever seen a caterpillar with wings? I haven't. I've seen a caterpillar. I've seen a butterfly but I've never seen a butterfly trying to go back to being a caterpillar. I've never seen somebody that says, you know what, I don't like being a butterfly. I don't like the changes that have taken place in my life. I'd rather go back to the way that things used to be. And I've never seen one who's in transition that has said, you know what, this is not what I want for my life. And I've never seen a growing Christian, myself included, holding on to the past and saying, this is where my life is, but yet I want to grow, and this being what helps. It's allowing the Lord to dissolve this. It's allowing the Lord to walk us in, to put the death, the old life, and to walk into the new life. It's to let the things dissolve in the chrysalis and come out with, with wings. In other words, a, a butterfly, it's a caterpillar who's embraced the changes of life, breaking down and was transformed, and they've lived this transformed life, not somewhere between the two, they stepped into the chrysalis with immaturity and they emerged out of the chrysalis with maturity. When Paul says in Colossians chapter 3, fully take off the old life and fully live in the new life, what he's saying is as you do, you're going to begin to look like Jesus. You're going to begin to look like who he's made you to be. What I want to do this morning is like we intentionally didn't go with the you know, New Year's resolution. Oh, we're going to do this. We didn't do that last year. We, like, we intentionally didn't do that. What we wanted to do this year is we want to close the book on 2020, we want to move into 2021 and just say, Lord, we need you to do this work in us. We need you to metamorph us. 2020 was hard. We're moving into 2021. We stepped out of a full breaking down of life, it feels like, in 2020. And what we want to do is we want to see that God can use the breaking down of things and that God can use this to help grow us up. And so I'm gonna, what I'm going to do is I'm going to do something up here that, I, that I'm not good at. I'm going to ask you to do something that I'm not very good at either. I'm going to ask you guys to reflect. <laughs> and every guy in here say, what? Like, what do you mean reflect, right? I'm going to ask us to spend some time reflecting. Because I don't want us to just, like, my habit is to just rush from one thing to the next. And it comes from year to year, too. Like, I, I rush from one year to the next. And I don't want us to rush out of 2020 without reflecting to see that God has been up to something, that he can take what he's been breaking down and use it to grow us up. So we're going to put up a couple questions here. And you have paper there on your chairs. And, and, and I actually, get, if, if you don't want to write on that paper, you just want to take some notes in your phone or your iPad or whatever it is that you might have with you, you can do it on that too. But like, we're going to throw up some questions on, up here. And I just want you to spend some time just reflecting on it and write down, some, write down some answers. Let the Lord already in this moment, you're not going to write down everything, but this is a moment to start to prime the pump, start, to, start the ball rolling for as you go home and start off 2021 a little bit differently maybe than you ended 2020, okay? So the first question is this. In 2020, where has groupthink kept me from seeing God at work? And there are a few questions that go along with this one too. Where have I seen God at work? What is God stirring inside of me right now as a result of 2020? We said that it's really easy to groupthink with everybody else. It's a lot harder to swim against the group or to swim against the, the flow that everything else is going. 
And so maybe you've fallen into the group thing where everything has just been bad. <laughs> like like things, everybody said, you know, this is torturous, this year is terrible, and you haven't really seen that God has been at work. And so I just want to take a minute to say, okay, where, where have I fallen into that trap and where, where might I be able to look and see that God has been at work? So just take a few minutes to spend with the Lord on that. Father, we, I think we agree that 2020 was really hard. But you were at work in 2020 just as you've been over the past millennium. You don't stop working. You don't stop interceding for your people. And there was not a day that you took off when things were hard for us. And so, Father, would you forgive us where we just kind of got involved with a, with a group think and just uh, forgot that you were involved in life? and forgot that you were in control. As we move into 2021, Lord, would you help us to remember that you are sovereign over all things, that you are in complete control, and we want to follow you into the new year. We don't want to live as if you're not at work. We don't want to live as if you don't care about us. We want to follow you because as we follow you, that's where we're going to be finding our transformation, where we're going to be growing, where we're going to be maturing. And so... This year where we need to take a stand, let us take a stand. Where we need to walk away from group thing, give us the courage to do that. Let 2021 be different for us this year. I pray in Jesus' name. Second question is, though it may be challenging, what I'm though it may be challenging, what am I going to celebrate having walked through? Last week we we, we kind of put up the idea of two different things, that we've got things to grieve and we also, there are things to celebrate from 2020, right? But the reality was that God is at work in both the grieving and the celebrating. And so just want to maybe look back over this past year and say, okay, um, is there anything that was challenging that I can look back and say, okay, I see that although God was dissolving and breaking things down around me, now I know that he's using that to metamorph me or to transform me in, in growth just spend a few minutes with the Lord on that.
Father, this year has been full of a lot of laughs, but there have been a lot of tears too, things that have been really challenging for us, for just being honest with our reality and emotions. But it doesn't mean that you weren't there, you were with us. And would you help us to see that you've been involved, that you've never left it, uh, you've never left us, you've never left our side. I pray as we move into 2021 right now, Lord, knowing that there are, there's going to be trouble, there's going to be challenges, there's going to be laughs ahead too. I pray that we would know, Father, that we're not going into it alone, um, that even as we face difficulty, we're, we're going to face it with hope, we're going to face it, uh, even if we can, with joy, knowing that you're going to use it for our good. You're going to use it for your glory. So would you give us that perspective? you grow us in maturity in that way because that's not easy and we're going to need your spirit to do it so would you help us I pray next question what's an active step that I can take in the new year to help me be more aware of God at work in me and around me it's all ethereal until we actually make some steps until we put a plan in process so there's, is there something that you can actively begin to do to understand that God is at work, that you're aware of him, you see him? Is there something that you can begin doing? Is there something that you can stop doing? Is understanding that, again, it's the spirit that does the work, but what's an active step that you can take to be aware that God is moving for his glory and, and on behalf of, of your growth? your grace and you've made us completely new and you're in the love of your son Jesus he's done all the work we don't have to work for it but father you called us to an act of faith to begin to look like your, your son and that's taking some motion whether that's sitting in your presence whether that's in your word or whether that's actively figuring out how to forgive somebody walking into growth. Lord, let us not be sedentary in our faith this year unless we're sedentary and sitting in your presence. Father, let 2021 be different this year. Let us be active. Let us be allowing ourselves to be available to be used by you however you might do that. Give us an awareness that you're at work. I pray in Jesus' name. As I head into the new year, I want courage to fill in the blank. I want courage to make a stand. I want courage to forgive. I want courage to love somebody. I want courage to open up my Bible. I want courage to have that conversation that I've been waiting to have but I've been scared to death. What is it as you move into 2021 where you say, you know what? This is going to be outside of my comfort zone, but in the courage of the Lord, this is going to happen.
the last question, as I head into the new year, I'm going to grow in these three ways. Again, this goes back to the act of faith. It's Christ in us through his spirit that does the transformative growing work. But there are steps of faith of actively being in his word, of spending time in prayer, being in community. Maybe this is a year where you've said, you know what, it's been really hard because I've been isolated away from people and I know that growth comes in community, but I just haven't done it. And maybe this is a step. You said, you know, one of the three things that I want to do is I want to get around people again. I want to be a part of the family of God. I don't want to be isolated. I, I can grow on an island to some degree, but I, I'm going to grow better when I'm in a community of, of brothers and sisters who are growing together. Maybe it's, yeah, I'm not going to fill it in for you. Like, What are some ways that you want to grow this year? It makes 2021 so much better for you than this past 2021. Father, would you give us the courage to be active in our faith this year? Father, when we look back from at 2021, when we're stepping into 2022, Maybe look back and say, this was a year where, where God was doing work beyond my understanding, where he took a soupy little caterpillar wrapped up in a dissolving mess, and he actually turned it into a masterpiece in my life. Lord, would you make this year a year of metamorphic, transforming work in our lives, I pray. In Jesus' name, amen. Love you guys.